You're listening to Are You Happy Business Podcast on Captivate. Hello, Are You Happy Podcast. I'm here today with a very exciting guest, Alexander Jett. He's doing really important work developing products for assistive technology using 3D printing. Um, right now, he's creating seats for people with disabilities, but he's expanding and starting to create seats for people who are older. He's in the process of building a community of makers, engineers, and designers to um, make this assistive technology more open source so that people have more access to technologies like this. One of the other things that's on the way is creating prosthetic arms. Alexander, would you mind taking it away and sharing a little bit about your background, how you got to the point of starting this business? So back in 2012, I started to, my studies on industrial design. And industrial design, most of the things that you design, it's technology design, interior design, car design. But most of the things you're trying to see how you make products more desirable and more usable, how people can use the process much easier the product like the user experience and also how the products that you develop they can be more appealing to people and in the process of the study i met the tom tikun olam makers community that developing products for people with disabilities and starting to use my designer skills industrial design skills of developing the product looking with uh, people with disabilities what kind of things what kind of actions they need to do in their everyday life that they're not able to do because of the disability. I just saw that the disability field is so much in the product field. So you and me, we can go to IKEA, we can go to Amazon and approach almost any product that we can use it because it's designed for us that we can see the product, we can touch the product, we can uh, interact with the product. But for people with disabilities, for different disabilities, it's just not accessible product. So in some way, I feel that being an industrial designer, it's also our responsibility to make products that actually people with disabilities can use them, but also also, for many people with disabilities, there is even much bigger gap as they have no good solutions. Let's say the chairs that I design right now are designed for children with cerebral palsy that they're not able to sit on the regular chairs. So they need more support. They need a headrest. They head and they need the footrest and they can't go to ikea or other store they can't go in the most cases to amazon and to approach some kind of product and even the, if they can it will be not really desirable design it will be a sick design that you will see that it's some kind of disability uh we see it with the wheelchairs you see person in wheelchair and you you have some kind of you feel that this product designed for people with disabilities it's not something that you want to use it so because of this kind of interaction with people with disabilities i realized that as an industrial designer i have the tools and i have the opportunity also to make the change and design product for people with disabilities. Also, in 2012, it was a great uh, time when 3D printers started to be something that it's developed in the communities. You can actually buy one or build one. And then you see that the disability market, it's in most cases, it's small markets. It's 
market that you need to customize the product and the connection between the disability field and 3D printing, it makes sense for me and many other people also. So connecting this kind of how we can 3D print the products for disabilities and how we can make custom product using the 3D printers for people with disabilities, but also make the products a little bit more desirable, comfortable and nice, but also affordable. It was something that I started to focus after the meeting with this kind of assistive technology community and people that desire to solve the problems. What is a, a problem that you're solving right now? If you can like define the problem that the people are having as best you can and then like how your product solves it. And then is there any plans for the future to solve other problems? Like is there some if people with another um, disability that you feel like there's really not anything for them right now that you have a goal of helping and solving? Yeah, so there is many challenges in this specific uh, field of sitting. It's many challenges. So we are sitting on the chair we can move we can stand if it's too much for you if sitting you can stand and go and walk a little bit so one of the challenges for children with disabilities and adults also it's to make a custom seat that will fit their needs and they can sit longer time but also the challenge is to make it much more affordable like reducing the prices it's one of the main goals. And there is also something interesting that when you see how you position the child in a good way, you're starting to think about why we not sitting in this way? Why our seats, it's most of the time flat and not customized for our body. Why shoes are more customizable or shoes are more ergonomic build than the chairs that we see use for daily use. And one of the main gaps that we have now is the seat it's the new disease most of the people sitting most of the day and i see how we solve the problems for complicated cases for children with cerebral palsy and i starting to see maybe it's also an opportunity to make custom seats for other populations but pricing wise we think about the 3D printing and reducing the labor because one of the main things right now that we're facing is that the labor is so expensive. Then if you want to buy a chair in IKEA, you can buy it for $50, maybe $100, maybe $300, and you will get a great value. But if you want to, to make something custom and you will go to some kind of wood shop or a furniture shop, and asking them for a custom product for you, even if it's color or materials, it will cost you thousands of dollars because it's custom. And then by 3D printing, we actually can reduce this kind of flavor, making a custom product by designing in the software and then 3D printing the custom product. And most of the labor will be automized by the 3D printer. So this is one of the main goals. It's actually to produce an affordable product for people with disabilities because they actually need the product we maybe can use the simple chairs but people with disabilities they need the products to make like the basic sitting but they're not able to afford them so at this moment 90 percent 90 percent of the people with disabilities they're not able to get the assistive technology so the main gap right now it's making it more affordable it's the main gap and in our vision for the future it's to make 3D printing even cheaper than the traditional manufacturing 
because it's reducing the labor. I know in the space of like people who are handicapped, I know the government gets involved and will fund certain things. Is there anything that you know that you know about where the government could potentially be funding things like this for people that are handicapped to have without necessarily taking money out of their own pocket? It's happening in some cases in the like the insurance sometimes covers something, but yet it's not enough. So one, you need to have a good insurance to be covered. Second, in my field of seating systems, the insurance covers only one equipment for each five years. So think about a child with this different kinds of physical disabilities that they're not able to sit, they are growing and they need much more than one equipment each five years, but they also need different equipments. So let's say they need a high chair to sit near the table. They need also an activity chair to play with other children on the floor. They need a car seat. They need a showering seat, toilet seat, etc., etc., etc. And we even not speaking about like bicycles and other fun stuff. We're just speaking for the basic things of sitting. So the government helps. When they help, they help in very um, basic way. But the only way to make it really happening is to make it much, much more affordable, maybe much more also inclusive in this way that maybe you and I will use the same products that helps also for people with disabilities. So let's say if we can make a seat that also good for me and you, it will reduce the prices because the market will be bigger. So it's it's basically, I don't know how the government can actually help. They can help, but they not definitely will not be able to solve the problem in the roots. What are some, the transitioning a little bit, so I see some seats that you have in the back and you're telling me how the traditional seats that we have that are flat aren't necessarily in line with our needs and what we really need when we're sitting. And one of your seats has a little bit of a hump, so it's up in the center of your body and then your legs are kind of sunk in a little more. Is that something that you feel like is necessary for the ordinary citizen, ordinary people? And what are some things that exist now with the current couches, current chairs that you feel like is not in line with our our like a typical person that's not handicapped mobility? How would you redesign a chair for, for, these, for, for the purpose of making it comfortable for people? So one of the things it's that the industrial way of making things it's actually uh limiting the ability like it's too much complicated and expensive to make a seat that supports you from all the sides so let's say in a perfect world you will you want a seat that covers you in the same way as your shoe is covering you having different size but also like providing you support for different different spaces of the foot like the ankle and the foot and you have also the arc to support your foot. In seating, it's the same. And it's even much more complicated because you have like the, the back, the seat, and the weight, it's not distributed in the right way. So let's say a good example. In the extremes, the race cars, they have much more supportive seats. They have much more hugging seats because they need to be supported and also protected if the car hits or, or also on turning, etc. So in these industries of sports, you can actually invest more money into produce a custom seat, providing the more 
more support and let's say it's also much more comfortable to sit in soft, something that hugs you like a, uh, like bean cushions or something that you sit and it's it's hug you for all over and not only sitting on some flat surface that you just feel that you touched in some places but in most places you're not even supported so in the best way and if the manufacturing processes are uh, able to make it's to make seats even for not people with disabilities that can feel the support for all over. So if you're sitting for a long time, you will be supported, hugged, and feel that you sit in something that really fits you. So in sports, again, we can see it in the helmets, in the protective arm and other equipments. Still in sitting, it's something that it's just more complicated to make. Like Let's, let's think about the airplane seat. For me, it's much more complicated to find a comfort seat because my I'm tall and the standard seats are not fitting me. Also, the, the office chairs, most of them narrow to me, most of them short to me, and I need to look long time to find something that will fit me. So I think this kind of opportunity to make much more comfortable equipment, furnitures, it will be something that 3D printing can make. So... Right now, with the type of chair that you're sitting in, what like or like for is there anything on the market that you think is a good chair um for people like who are working sitting down all day? Um, I'm assuming it's ones that would hug you right and give you that support. So when you're talking, I'm thinking of like I have a bean bag. It's like it's a Yogi Bo bean bag. Yeah. Um, when you sit down, I feel that it morphs to my body. So I feel like that's like sort of the best compromise that the best, one of the better things we have in the market right now for seating because it covers you in all these spaces. I think it's really interesting how you mentioned like the race car seating and how those are built for both comfort and safety. And like, why, why haven't cars been designed in a way that always consistently deliver that comfort and safety? I feel like it, they care more about um, the appeal, the visual appeal. It does have a little bit on the sides in some cars, a little hugs a little bit, but like you said, I feel like it doesn't hug you enough. They're built for like large people. I feel like if it really was hugging me, the seat would have to be super narrow. So uh, it, it, it's exactly a thing about the mass production. When you're making a mass production product, you need to see what is the percentage of people that you're able to serve. So let's say if you're making a small seat, it will not fit most of the customers, then it's not a successful product. So you will make product that will fit the most of the population. And then if you're making, like, let's go again to the airplane example. If they will make spacey plane with many space for everyone they will be pricing you too much because you take too much place on the plane um if they will make too short spaces no one wants to fly because you even like most of the people would not not able to sit so they have some kind of compromission and making spacey and more expensive spaces and in same way is the product and the only way to make it it's now to looking on how we produce the product in a different way not a mass production not a custom production because custom it's also expensive because of the process but some kind of mass customization how we can make a mass product but it can be adapted let's say you can send me just the measurements of yourself and i can 3d print it because anyhow i will 3d print the product it's no matter it's if it's with your sizes or my sizes so it's the same process but only the measurements are changed so this kind of approach of making a mass customization product it's something that can bring the more custom product and fitting you and not fitting the all customers 
to make the product more profitable. It's the only way that most of the products design in this way that it's in general will fit most of the population. If it's car seats, if it's uh, office chairs, it's something that you want to be in the standard and the safe way to be more profitable. It's the only reason. That's awesome. So like the same way you, if you were to order like a suit online, you would measure your weight, your weight, your waist and your neck and all that stuff. And so ideally there would be a company, maybe you are going to do it where you measure your neck, you measure your torso and you measure all these things and your height and then you deliver it to a company and then they have to just, maybe you even automate the process of adjusting the measurements and then you just create that product. That's pretty incredible. And I feel that's the way of the future. What are your plans for the future like do you want to make a seat that's suitable for everyone and sort of mass producing custom chairs i believe that we're in a good point when we understand how to make a comfortable and more healthy seats because when we answering the needs of children's and adults with disabilities we actually understand how to make it much better for the other population also so in the future when the 3d printing technology will be much more affordable even than now but also our processes will be much more automated and then you just can go to the website choose the design that you want enter your measurements and we can 3D print it. My vision is to make office chairs, maybe also uh, car chairs. I think car chairs is more complicated, but think about the ergonomic uh, office chair that you want to make for yourself with your measurements to fit your needs because you're sitting most of the day. So it will be something that helps you to work, uh, prevent many different diseases because of the sitting and provide you much more effective sitting. What are, I have a quick question and we can start to wrap up, but what are some, because right now I'm sitting on like a bench style chair and like every couple hours, like whenever I have a gap in a call, like my brain tells me I need to get up and walk around and do something. But I'm sure there's people that are working in an office and they kind of have to be sitting down the whole day what are some common diseases that people get that they might not necessarily contribute the disease to their bad seating throughout their life oh, it's huge it's i think it's the second one after the sugar or the smoking the seating at this moment it's one of the biggest diseases because if you sit too much you're blood circling it's not in a good way you're also not spreading the pressure on your seat in a good way so you have spots of pressure in your sitting and you will see many old people or many people that working in offices for a long time pressure disease and pressure in their skin that they need to manage in some way by walking by standing by making exercise and but the problem that we're facing is that people with certain disabilities they're not able to stand and they will need to sit so we making the seats in this way that it will make a pressure in an equal way for all sitting area so think about if you push with your hand in one point or you hug or you like have contact with all the surface it's different it's it's huge different because the distribution it's like standing on rock or standing on some flat surface so it's supposed to help to all the office sitters and also workplaces not only offices so you said smoking could be contributing contributing to it and so in a roundabout way like lung cancer could be like 
the reason, like part of the reason is the seating mechanisms that we're in, like the fact that we always feel like we have to get up. Think about your, your posture, how you sit, how many pressure you have on your seat, you're sitting in your office, you're riding to the work, you're eating by sitting, you're reading by sitting. Most of your activities in day life, it's by sitting, it's not only the work. So in the most cases in the US, people sit between 10 and 14 hours a day. It's not a natural way for us to be. We need to more exercise and work. And yes, many disease right now of like sugar and blood and back pains, neck pains, knee pains. It's one of the reasons it's not appropriate sitting. What are What is one recommendation you can offer to people who are like just the regular public? Like in my head, I'm thinking I should be changing my seat like if I go from where I'm at and like right now on a bench do some work on the couch and like I I do that but not regularly so would that be a recommendation to regularly like implement a change in seating after a couple of hours every day based on the so base, basically my question is based on the resources people have now what should they do in their day-to-day -day life to improve their seating so if you can stand every 15 30 minutes just stand make some walk Try not sitting the, the, the whole period of your work. Even by standing and getting up, walking a few steps around, it can help. Reducing the the, the 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 sitting, it's the best way. But again, it's the question if you can reduce or not. But the best solution is to make more active sitting. If you can change the seat, if you can you have different seats that you can move around your sitting or having some kind of changing the posture, changing the sides it can be the best solution but the best way it's not sitting it's more be active but again if you need to sit try to sit in different postures that try to make your seat more fitting for you that supports your legs it's long enough supports your back it's touching your back not only like somewhere there in the back mm -hmm. but yes making it much more changes as is possible it's the best way thank you so much for that recommendation i i'm thinking in my head i feel like in a world where everybody was being themselves and doing what their body was telling them to do everybody would be taking virtual calls standing up um, and walking and, and walking and I don't know. There's this one influencer that I follow that said he was a salesperson and he would take sales calls on like a trampoline. <laughs> People like thought it was weird, but I mean, he's, he would be jumping around because he was like a fitness guy too. But like, I feel like, yeah, if we were all like, we're truly listening to our bodies um, and not afraid of the judgment, then I feel like people would be standing. And what's going through my head is those 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 tables that were probably developed like 10 years ago now that like you can adjust the height. I feel like that was a great development. But yeah, it's not normalized enough to be standing up there. Standing, standing is the second disease after the sitting because also standing in steel position, it's making a pressure on your feet. So you like if you change enough, it's good. But if you only stand or only sit, it's the same. I think Steve Jobs speaks a lot of walking and speaking with people through the walking sessions because it's something that I think it's more natural for people. It's also providing you with some kind of dynamic workflow that you move. You also see, I think the sitting problem is also that you sit in the same environment for the whole time. It's also something that you just stack. And when you're walking, you exercise, you also see different visuals. And I think trampolines can be also a good example. You need to try. <laughs> That would be really funny because, um, I mean, if, if I started calling someone on a trampoline, I, I would be asking questions about why. I feel like that would be good for your branding. <laughs> That's interesting Steve Jobs would have 
there's people walking and then it makes a lot of sense because you have the passing stimuli it's good for your brain and then i feel like more creativity if you're thinking about business stuff on a walk but um this is a great conversation i haven't thought enough about seating um but I, definitely after this i'm gonna implement within my day-to-day -day routine like going and sitting in different areas using that yogi bowl that i have um, and not being afraid to like sit in a certain yoga like in a beanbag protocol or or like implementing like in between my calls like at least 10 minutes where i can like go out and just walk thank you so much for this advice i haven't valued this enough and i hope that soon people will and a wide widespread amount of people will understand what you do and your message and hopefully like uh, you can make those custom chairs because i would definitely buy one but yeah speaking of that would you mind sharing your website or your social medias that way we can stay tuned for any chairs that might come out that are custom but also if anybody has handicapped relatives or anybody they know that they can share your stuff with that way they can get the right seats for their handicapped loved ones please just just let us know where we can reach you sure the, the website also the facebook it's testa seat it's E E S T A Testa seed. And Testa is meaning the shell of the seed, protecting the seed before it's growing. So the Testa seeds, it's also like supposed to pro provide you a good protection to grow up and be a healthy seed in the future. Thank you so much. And last question, if I almost forgot, are you, are you happy? And does the work that you do make you happy? I think it's one of the most beneficial places to be. And I so like my work for many reasons, but one of the main reasons that I'm really excited and happy to make what things that I'm making, it's to see people, but mainly the children's that not able to see it. And then, when we when they're not able to see they are not able to communicate to eat in a good way to speak in a good way and then when you see that your product provide them the opportunity to to sit in appropriate way you see the smile you see how they starting to see the the whole environment not laying on the bed but actually seeing the environment breathing better sitting better it gives you so much power to keep going and make this kind of product so i for me seeing the customers the end users the children's but also the parents seeing their child starting to sit independently it's something priceless for me and i just want to keep doing it and see more and more children's and families happy and more independent and having the opportunity to participate in the life helping it's yes i'm happy i'm really will keep going on making this kind of solutions and working with people with disabilities because it's our responsibility also it's an incredible way to go out i think you're doing very important work too thank you I am almost like upset that the government isn't funding these sort of things for people that are handicapped. And I'm happy that nature of our country allows for people like you to be able to start a business to solve this problem and hopefully be successful doing so. And I'm happy about the nature of technology to be able to give you the resources to be able to produce these in a cheaper way so that people can afford it. Yeah. Um, so I, I like to leave it at the end. If you need better seating for your handicapped loved ones, or you're looking forward to what Alexander has planned to creating chairs that are suitable for our physical needs, which is his plan in the future. If you're interested in either of those, testaseat.com, T-E-S-T-A, and I'm sure your social medias have the same name. 
Pesticide. Thank you, Alexander. Thank you so much for being on and all this knowledge you provided on something that we don't think about enough. Thank you for this opportunity and thank you for what you're doing. You're doing great things, making, realizing what people are already happy about and making more people happy. Thank you. I appreciate it. you too. Thank you, Alexander. Bye-bye.